Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What a wild day for the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bears fans. It just keeps getting better and better out here to continue to be a Bears fan. Uh, so we're going to talk about what happened today a little bit. Um, this is part, this is the Bear Down segment. That's part of the Coach Steve Show. So make sure you like and subscribe to the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Go to the playlist and find the Bear Down segment where everything Chicago Bears can be found there. Uh, again, Zach Kyleman is the co-host, but he scheduling conflicts. Uh, he'll be back soon, but scheduling conflicts, we we, we couldn't get him here this time. Um, leave a comment in the comment section down below as well. Uh, so let's talk about, we had some press conferences today from the Chicago Bears players, and the one that caught fire was Justin Fields. Justin Fields came up to the podium, and he had a few things to say. Um, some were okay. Uh, we'll get to the one that wasn't okay. Uh, so he came up to the press conference and basically talked about his play and how he's been playing robotic and he needs to play free and everything else. A short clip or a short phrase here would be, um, I like the times. I felt like I was playing in a rhythm. Things I don't like. I felt like I was playing robotic. My goal is this week to, is to say F it and just play football, and that's when I play my best when I'm out there playing free. I am going to go out there and be me, and they asked him again, and you know, how's that going to work? How's that going to look? And he says, well, you're just going to have to wait and see or watch me. Um, he kept answering questions like that, and you know, and I'm 
paraphrasing here that he 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 it looked okay at first in that press conference when he talked about how his play looked. And again, we just talked about him playing free, um, him not getting rid of the ball, him not making reads, everything else. Seemed like he was taking some ownership, and I saw those parts and listened to some of it, and I said, okay, he's making the right decision here by saying these things. Now, we've had other press conferences with coaches like Matt Eberflus, and they're kind of saying, oh, he's pointing fingers at Justin Fields and talking about – they're really saying, like, oh, the reason why we're not doing good is because look at Justin Fields. We're calling these plays. We're doing these things, and he's he's not doing them. That's part of being a coach where you say, hey, you know, we are calling these plays. He can't sit there and say, oh, we're not executing, we're not doing those things. That's part of the that's part of being a pro. The head coach is going to do those things, but they are going to go back and fix them. These are things that are going to tell Justin Fields and the players to their face as well. This is not like, oh, I'm going to go here and say this and then come be a completely different person towards you. That's why I am going to die on this hill and blame everybody when they lose or not playing well. I'm going to blame the coaches. I'm going to blame the offensive line. I'm going to blame the tight ends, the wide receivers, the quarterback, the running back, defensive line, safeties, corners, linebackers. I'm blaming everybody. I don't. You could sit there and nitpick and, and pick who we're going to blame here, who we're going to blame here, 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 here. Blame everybody. But then the big-time thing that was said was Justin Fields was asked what what could be causing him because he says he's overthinking things he's overthinking the reads he's overthinking where's he gonna get the ball and all those things he said or he was asked what is causing him to probably overthink and he said it could be the coaching and so now that to me is going to cause a lot of turmoil in the locker room, because one thing you cannot do at a podium is call out the coaches. Even if the coaches are maybe you're not agreeing with them, you don't do that, especially when you're a younger player and you're trying to get better. You're trying to eventually, because who knows you're going to be a bear for the rest of your life, but you're going to have to show what you have if you have to go to a different team. You're doing this. Are they really going to want you? So this is going to cause, this was going to cause some issues, saying it could be the coaching. You took this leadership part talking about it's your fault, you're not seeing the reads, you're, you're doing this, you're doing this. You took more steps backwards, and you are now pointing fingers as to why you are not making the right reads, why your footwork is slow, why you're choosing to take off and run when you don't need to. Yeah, we can sit here and blame coaches for some of that. But ultimately, guys, when they break down like this, they're going to go back and do what they know. Justin Fields played a certain way for a couple years at Ohio State, and it's going to be hard to coach that out of him, especially when last year he continued to run. It's going to be hard to coach those things out of him because we go back to what I call muscle memory, and mentally that's where you're going to go back to, and that's what – I look like Justin Fields had done. So you're going to sit there and start to point fingers and blame coaches. And Matt Eberflus kind of came up and said, yeah, we want him to play free. We want him to play free. He said that over and over, but you could kind of tell he didn't like that Justin Fields said that. 
that's going to cause some major issues with offensive coordinator Luke Getze. That's going to cause issues with Matt Eberflus. It's going to cause issues with assistant coaches. And even if the players maybe agree, maybe they're starting to blame coaches, there are going to be some players that say, well, you just don't do that. No matter what we think, how he needs to be coached, you don't come up and say that. Some people liked it. Some people came up and said they like this because you are calling them out. Maybe now they have to change. Do it in the meeting room. Don't do it at the podium. So he says that and the whole Twitterverse blew up. The podcast world blew up and it was like split down the middle. People love that he said it because he was he was fighting for himself. He was talking about himself. Blame the coaches why we're not winning because we're not getting called the right plays. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. They're forcing me to do something I don't like. You are in the NFL, buddy. You are going to have to be a pocket passer if you want to go on and win a lot of games. If we just want to win a couple games, then we need to continue to do things the way he needs to do them right now because that's just what it is. And we'll get to that. I do think some calls need to go, and I've said this before, go different ways towards what he can do. But we're not going to win a lot of playoff games. We're not going to do those things if that's how he has to be coached. He has to be able to develop into a pocket passer. Could they take different steps and progressions to that? Absolutely they can. But now you're going to point fingers as to why you're struggling. You started off good. You cannot sit up there and point fingers. You can't. You're making excuses now. And people look up to you and you're making excuses. But I don't like how people were saying, well, this is good. This is good. I don't know if any part of that part right there where it said it could be the coaching is good. I don't know where that comes from. So then he goes out to practice. After practice, blames the media. Goes on and blames the entire media. So here's... We're going to get you guys a clip. When he's talking to the media... He blames the media. So take a listen here to Justin Fields after those comments as he goes on to blame the media. Press conference earlier. Um, I forgot who asked the question, but I kind of knew that's what they were trying to get out of me. But, um, yeah, uh, I said, I think I saw a quote. Aaron just showed me something on Twitter. I don't have Twitter because I just... I don't need it, but um, it, it, it could be coaching. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I love you guys, but you know, I get that you, you guys' jobs are to get clicked. So it's like when you take my quote out of context, when when you just say that, if you paint the picture on the inside out, like y'all are trying to split split us up as a team. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never gonna blame anything on the coaches. Never gonna blame anything on my teammates. I will take. Every whatever happens in the game, I would take all the blame. I don't care. It's a drop pass. It should have been a pass. Put it on me. But never when you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I will blame it on somebody else in this organization, my teammates, never will you hear that. So I just want to clear that up and just know that like I need to play better. That's it. Point blank. If, if y'all that's that's what I should have said in the first place. But you know, I was trying to give y'all more details because you know, I appreciate y'all for doing what y'all do, and I try to give y'all the information. He appreciates what the media does, so he was just trying to give them stuff for their job and what they need to do is what he was saying. He said it. He went out, he went out came back, saw everything blew up, and he's like, you took things out of context. I don't think things were taken out of context. The way you're describing it now, first of all, you should never have even said the coaching. When they said, what's causing you to overthink, maybe you should have said, I don't know, I'm just rushing things, I'm doing this. Lie. 
and make it sound believable. But you said it could be the coaching. Maybe you should have elaborated on what you said, but you went out to practice, came back, saw everything, blew up on Twitter, podcast episodes were already made and everything. That's why you came back and backtracked. And that's why he was so adamant about, well, I'm just going to blame myself. I'm going to blame myself. And people out there believed it. They said, this is a leader. This is what he should be doing. I think it's almost too late for that. I'm not saying this is going to end the season of any positive that could happen towards the season. There's going to be some damage control that he's going to have to do with media and Matt Eberflus and offensive coaches. And you know what? He may go in there and talk to them, and they're going to forgive him and agree and say, okay, we understand it, we get it, and they're going to move on. Or they're going to be like, what the hell did you do? And that's going to be what is said. That's one, the only two options that are going to happen. But the way it looks is that he realized what he said, took a major step backwards. Now he's trying to do damage control. Then he's blaming the media. saying, Now, I'm not saying the media is great. We all know this. In politics, even in sports, it's not the best. And that's why I try to give other podcast guys about the Bears a chance, like the CHGOs of the world and everything else. Sometimes I don't agree with what they say, but I try to give them the opportunity because I think they're better than some of other certain media writers because they are going to try to get clicks. They are going to try to do this. I guess that's what we all do as podcasters and everything. We try to get the clicks and the views and everything. But this is what you literally said, and you should have elaborated right then and there. Nobody would have stopped you if you said, you know, it could be the coaching. It could be that I'm just not picking up on what they're telling me and we have to adjust some things. You could have elaborated and gone on that. Everything you said here, you could have said then because you said you were trying to give them more information on the questions they asked. I, and people forgave him all over Twitter. Like, this is a leader. This is, I don't know what some people look at. Maybe they're just being way more positive than I am. Maybe that's the road they're taking. Maybe that's what I need to do. Maybe I need more like, you know, Mr. Braggs off of CHGO because I've been listening to him more. Maybe I need to take that step and just be more positive and not look at this a certain way that I do. Maybe that's what I need to do. But to me, he took a major step backwards. He's trying to do damage control. And for me, it's almost too late because you had me. He had this leadership thing where he talked about his play and how he, you know, everything else. And then he does this. It's not a good look for Justin Fields. Not a good look that you're going to blame the coaches. People could say, well, the coaches are blaming him. It's the nature of the beast. Like, the coach is going to be tough on them. They're going to say they need to be doing this. They need to be doing this. Now, behind closed doors, they're going to try to fix it. Players do not need to go out there and do that, especially when you're struggling, especially when you're not a player that's going to be high on this market to go somewhere else, I don't think. So you just say that and other coaches are going to look at that. That's not a good look. So he took a step backwards, trying to do some damage control. And the Bears are just in this big, big mess right now with how the season's going, with how the offense looks. And then their defensive coordinator, Williams, wasn't there last week due to personal reasons. And then today, after all this happens, he resigns says it was due to health reasons. Then all over Twitter, you're seeing how the FBI raided his home, FBI raided at Hallis Hall. But now reports are saying the FBI never went to his house, never came to Hallis Hall. We don't really know what's going on with that situation. So now you're out of defensive coordinator. So either Matt Eberflus is going to have to call the defense the rest of the year, which causes him to not be a CEO and try to fix even some of the offensive woes. 
or he's going to have another defensive coach call the plays, or if there's a coach sitting out there that doesn't have a job, do you try to bring them in to call plays, which I think would be a not a great thing to do because they don't know your defense. You could bring another guy in, have another guy be the defense coordinator, and then hire another guy that's just kind of sitting out there to, to take that position role. The Bear, It's not a good time to be a Bears fan. Dealing with the offensive stuff, the Justin Fields stuff, everybody's pointing fingers left and right. Whose fault is it? Who falls is it? Reports about Ryan Poles already might be fired. Second or third year, I think it's second year of being a general manager. You're already going to talk about firing him. We're just back to the draft in the summer. We're talking about how good and pieces he's made. Well, now they're talking about firing him. We're very quick to sit here and say to fire someone who hasn't even had a chance to do their job. And they're like, well, what about Kevin Warren? And we all know how I feel about Kevin Warren. So the Bears, as of this moment, with all that, are a dumpster fire. Having to go play Kansas City, it's not looking good to be a Bears fan, and I don't know how, how this is going to go. Um, so Bears fans, let me know what you guys think in the comic section. Um, follow Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter and let me know what you guys think. Um, hopefully to have a special guest for the Bears um, from a podcast, hopefully to come on here. I'm working on it. Um, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Go to the playlist and find the Bear Down segment. Um, everything Chicago Bears will be found there. Um, again, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow around Apple and iTunes. Helps go a long way. Um, thank you guys again for watching and or listening. This is Coach Steve, and we'll see you guys next time.